So I'd like to um, take some time now just to give a little bit of basic instruction in meditation. Um, for many of you, this will be uh, things that you've heard of many times before. Um, and I think that's all right, because what I find myself hearing things over and over again, each time I hear it, it goes a little bit deeper. Sometimes I just understand things in a completely different way. So um, hopefully you'll find it helpful in that way. And obviously for people who have done less meditation, uh, this may be a bit more, uh, a bit um, less familiar. Um, you've heard me already speaking repeatedly about the importance of presence, being present. And... Um, present moment awareness and I think it certainly the kind of meditation that I've been practicing for many years uh, what's generally taught within this uh, community this group is very much about establishing and maintaining presence um, we're not trying to get into some particular state even though it'd be quite nice if we could <laughs> Uh, but the uh, focus is more on just establishing a sense of easefulness uh, in the present with whatever conditions we may be experiencing. And from that, that's that, from that basis, it may be that we'll experience, uh, have experiences of deep calm or bliss or something, but um, we have to establish a basis first. And things may arise or they may not arise. If they do, fine. If they don't, fine. So our meditation practice is about, um, in a quite a conscious, quite deliberate way, establishing conditions and um, supporting the mind in being present. Um, those of you who have meditated for a while will know, and those of you who haven't will discover that the mind is habitually rather restless. Uh, for many people, when we sit down to meditate with the intention to be fully present and just to stay with the breath or the mantra or whatever, you know, we have this good intention, and so we sit down, we have the perfect conditions, and the mind goes crazy. <laughs> it's not present. It goes tries to go anywhere else but be present which, of course, can be terrifically disappointing and frustrating um, if we're not prepared. Um, if we're prepared, if we understand uh, what's happening, then uh, it's easier just to, to, to respond in a way that's going to actually support a gradual settling of the mind. Um, as I said before, the mind is very impressionable, so... The way that we've lived our lives, the kind of ways, the patterns of thinking that we've developed, you know, since even since early childhood, um, has an impact. Has a there's a result. Uh, this is what we mean. The chant this morning: all beings are the owners of their karma, heir to their karma, born of their karma, related to their karma, abide supported by their karma. So these habits that through repetition over over many years. Um, have built up um, what we are, how we are. Now, 
So this is just a fact. Not something to worry about, but something to be concerned about because how we are now, how we respond to what's happening to us now will have an impact on uh, how we are in the future. It just it continues throughout our lives. So if we're constantly you know, feeling critical, judgmental, blaming ourselves, blaming somebody else, those patterns will continue. <laughs> so what, we wanted, what we're doing here is trying to learn about the habits of the mind, learn about the ways that we make life difficult for ourselves, and to see that we have a choice. You know, gradually as our practice goes on, we begin to see we have a choice whether to respond in that way, the habitual way, or whether to maybe change that response. Now, I used to be very negative about myself. I was a con constantly nagging, trying to say, you're no good, you'll never be any good, you're hopeless. What would people think if they could see inside your mind? My goodness, they'd throw you out of the sangha. Hopeless case. This kind of stuff. And I, I'm, you know, I, I'm talking about it in a rather frivolous way, but it, it had a very powerful effect on my life because I was always feeling not quite good enough. And then one New Year's resolution, I made a resolution that I was going to stop self-disparagement. And it was very interesting to see what happened. One thing that happened was I became aware just how much I was addicted to disparaging myself. <laughs> you know, what a deep habit it had become. The other thing that I noticed, that as I stopped doing that quite so much, as I was able to say no, and direct the mind onto something more positive, I became much happier. My life became much lighter. There was much less judgment and blame. So it's actually really important that we take an interest and we learn about these habitual patterns of thinking. Um, you know, not, not to feel discouraged or depressed or what a hopeless case you are for having all these negative thoughts, <laughs> but to see, okay, now I see, now I understand. And this is, a very, this is a very positive kind of revelation. But first of all, I think it's good if we take some time, you know, maybe the first day or two, we'll take some time just to support a settling of the mind. Um, over, obviously, over this time, there will be thinking, there will be thoughts, you'll notice these. But the encouragement for now is just to keep coming back uh, to the breath. We're going to use the breath as the main focus because that's happening all the time, um, hopefully, and um, it's something we can notice. And we can notice when we're noticing it, and we can notice when the mind has got hijacked into an interesting train of thought about the past or the future or some kind of fantasy or other. So we're going to start off with, um, I, I'll, I'll give a guided meditation um, what's really important with meditation is we find a suitable posture, you know, so that we can sit reasonably comfortably for a, a fairly extended period of time, maybe mm, 20 minutes, something like that. So, so we're not going to have to keep moving. Um, if you do feel very uncomfortable, you know, it's fine to change posture, but try to do it very, very gently so you don't disturb the people around. The managers were saying actually that actually it's very difficult not to disturb people because these mats are, they make a lot of noise. In fact, you can hear now as people are moving, sort of, it's a bit like the sea, sort of shifting shh kind of sound. That's all right, but we, we do our best to, um, uh, to avoid disturbing people. So if you, if you really need to change posture, please do. 
Um, and as far as possible, see if you can just stay steady. Um, so we find a good posture, and then we um, maybe we'll do. We'll, 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 I'll talk us through. So take some time to find a nice posture, cross-legged, kneeling, sitting on a chair. It's all fine. Just whatever works for you. So we want to find a, a position that we can maintain with a reasonable degree of comfort for a period of time. Um, but also a posture that supports a sense of alertness, a brightness of mind. So we're not kind of falling over too much, not too relaxed, but nicely upright and alert. Um, if you want to kind of shuggle your shoulders around a little bit, just to ease out any uh, accumulated tension, that's fine. And wiggle your head, just find a nice position for the head so it's nicely balanced on the top of the the top of the body and I usually close my eyes but those of you who prefer to keep the eyes open that's absolutely fine and if you do find yourself feeling very drowsy what I would recommend is opening the eyes often it's the last thing you want to do if you're feeling drowsy because you just want to go into a nice sleepy dozy kind of space but I'd really encourage you to, you know, if you're, if you're aware that you're a bit sleepy, open the eyes and look at something light. You know, just look out of the window. If you can see the sky, that's nice and light. and You can focus on that if, you, if, you, if you're sleepy. So we're finding a posture, a position that's easeful and alert, and calm and bright. <clears throat> 